Fast Forward Productions. The women are speaking. Hey team, before we get into today's podcast, I just want to let you know this was recorded before the SAG after strike officially started. So if we hit on any topics that refer to the strike being in process, or if we talk about things that don't seem relevant at a time like this, just so you know, this was recorded in advance. Thank you guys so much for listening and please enjoy today's podcast. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the One Broke Actress podcast, an honest account of actor life plus a few lessons I learned in the process. I am your host, Sam Valentine, and today we are doing a full solo episode. A few caveats with the solo episodes. Everything you're about to hear is my opinion. (laughs) Everything you're about to hear is stuff I've absorbed from the work I've done and the actors I've talked to and my years in the business and my years not in the business and Honestly, this is just some stuff I wanted to talk about and that's been on my brain a lot based on conversations I've previously had inside of my own head and conversations that I've had with actors along the way. So take what serves you, leave what doesn't, enjoy the episode. We are going to talk about a phrase I hear thrown around in this business all the time. Some of you are going to identify this. Some of you might have said this last week. Who knows? There is a phrase that is said often for the time when actors decide that this is the time, year, month, date, moment that they are going to go, and I quote, all in on their acting career. I hear this from actors all of the time. They book coffee calls with me or they've joined the membership and they say, this is the year I'm going to go all in. This is the year I'm going to do it. I cannot wait to go all in on my acting career, or I can't wait until I have saved this much money so I can go all in on my acting career. Or as soon as I get out of school, I'm going to go all in on my acting career. Have I driven this point home enough? Don't worry. You're going to hear me say it 500 more times in this episode. (laughs) What does going all in on your acting career even mean? You hear this phrase a lot at the beginning of a year. Same thing when people are going to go all in on their health and fitness whatever the fuck that means. It is also said often when times change. So when there's a change up in how things are done or they join SAG or as I bet is going to happen and is also going to be sold to you. If and when the strike happens, I'm recording this in June. It will be out in July, I believe. Don't hold me to it. But if and when that happens, What you're going to hear is the strike's over, whatever's happening, there's so much stuff filming, now's the time to go all in on your acting career. I think we all mean very well. I have to assume that everyone means well. I mean well, and I still fuck up. I've meant well previously with the information I had available at the time. And I think everyone with this intention, every actor who said this or thought it, has thought it because it's motivating. And it's kind of a fun sentence to say, and sometimes it can be kind of freeing to think that was before, this is now, and this is my driving factor. And I get having goals. Trust a bitch, I am a goal-centered person you guys have seen in the membership. We do the goal-setting meetings. I talk about them a lot in Patreon too. I love a goal. I love plans and tactics. But I hate this fucking saying to my core. I hate it so much. And I'm gonna tell you, why I hate it. I wrote it out. Are you ready? Why I hate going all in on your acting career. This puts immediate pressure on immediate results 
or relief that is intrinsic with this sort of intensity, like a diet or extreme exercise protocol. But that's not how creative careers work. Sure, maybe some short-term intense projects like a play or a film require this sort of extreme, but not the creation of the lifestyle of an actor. I do not think that going all in on your acting career is a way of being. I think it is a temporary band-aid when you feel as though you have not done enough over time. And I'm going to tell you right now, I don't know a single actor who feels like they have done enough. We all sit back at the end of the day, sit on our couches with a cup of tea or some of you like a glass of wine, whatever floats your boat. And you're thinking, I could have done more. I should have done a self-tape today. I should have been in that class or I should have made more money at my side job. And the idea of this is the year I go all into my acting career gives you that singular focus. But what it actually creates is a pressure on immediate results. Because if you are only solely focusing on one thing and you're putting everything outside of your life aside, if you're putting your finances aside, you saved up enough money that you can only focus on acting. If you put your family aside, I'm gonna leave the state and go do this. I don't need my people with me. If you put your hobbies aside, this is the stuff that made me happy, but it also took away my time and money. So I'm gonna focus only on acting. What you've built is a house on sand. That is not a lifestyle. What you are saying when you do that is, I am going to give this all I've got for this short period of time and something better happen. And I don't know if you've been listening to this podcast for very long, but nothing makes an actor more stressed, less playful, less listening, less fun, less enjoyment and less bringing themselves to the role than stress and pressure on a particular audition or booking. 98% of the time when people say they're going all in on their acting career, what they are actually saying is this has to be the time period in which I get tangible, shareable, reliable results and validation. You might think I'm wrong. You might think that you see it totally differently. And like I said at the top of this podcast, you do you. That's fantastic. If you see this differently and you're like, this actually gives me intrinsic power and it helps me route myself in a different direction and it gives me a complete path or whatever it is, cool, go with God. But if what I just said resonated with you, which I think it will for most of you who've thought this before, what I want you to realize is you're building something completely unsustainable when you build a, this is when I focus on acting period, and this is when I don't, period. It's kind of like going on an extreme health fitness diet situation and saying, this is the time I get my summer body, and it's three months to summer, so you better fucking hurry up, body. Okay, well, I don't know if any of you have ever gone on a diet, but nothing's hungrier than the three days after you've been on a diet. It's the fucking worst. That's why I don't do it anymore. It sets you up to either achieve and then think that this is the way in which it has to happen in the future, or it sets you up to fail, which is, in my opinion, the majority of the results that I see people getting from the time they throw themselves all in on the career. And when the career doesn't give it back to them within three, six, nine, 12 months, they feel like whatever they did failed and they either have to go completely back to the drawing board. Or they've spent so much time, energy, and money in that past 
couple of months or year on going all in on their acting career that now they have to go all in on filling up their savings again, on getting a different job, on making money so they can continue to pay their rent. That sucks. I've done this. I have done this. I have been there. I've, I have, oh my God, I've made so much money busting my ass bartending and serving and doing thing after thing after thing and just like housing the money. And I'm like, okay, great. Now this is what I buy new headshots, make a new reel. And then I can take all this time off and do all the auditions I'm going to get with all of the new stuff because I'm focusing on acting. And I have to laugh because it never fucking worked. <laughs> I'm sure maybe it worked for some of you. There's a woo-woo side of this where people are like, I love an intention. I love manifesting. And that's phenomenal. I got a vision board. I got pictures in front of me of stuff I want. For a while, my vision board was the background of my phone and my computer. I also do the goal setting meetings. I have different versions of this, but I don't believe in putting all of your proverbial eggs in one goddamn basket because I have not seen with clear evidence that any of that works. Or when it does, you've been miserable for the period of time in which you've achieved what you wanted to achieve. And now you associate the miserable push with the results. And to me, that's not really a life I'm interested in living. What I think most well-meaning actors intend when they say, I'm going all in on my acting career, is that they're going to focus on craft, classes, or workshops, or they're going to focus on bettering their materials and or focusing on reps or auditions or bookings. But those three areas of focus require a lot in terms of your time, your physical giving energy and a hell of a lot to do with your finances. Focusing on craft classes and workshops, that's a lot of money. What do you mean you're focusing on? You're going to take a bunch of classes? Okay. You're going to remember anything you've learned because you've been three classes a day indefinitely for three months? You're going to come out of that three months with your head swimming because you don't know what method is right or what works for you or how to implement it into a self-tape. I was in college for acting. I took five classes at the same time about acting. And I'd get home and be like, I don't know which of this works for me. I'm learning too much at the same time. <laughs> not to say college is a bad thing. Don't get, me, don't get me started on this topic. Do not go for the college shit. Missouri State was great. I learned a lot. I grew up a lot. Love my professors. Thank you, Kirk Knightley. But where this really goes off the rails is when one of these resources, your time, the energy you have to give, especially if you have kids, other jobs, any other life obligations, a health crisis, a family member's health crisis, any of those things, when those go off the rails and we can no longer devote, quote unquote, all in everything we've got to acting, we often assume we've failed. And y'all, this career is full of times when you can take a learning lesson or you can decide you failed. And I've done both. And the amount of times I take a learning lesson and bring it on to the next thing, I exist so much better between those two points than if I've decided I've failed. And the only thing different between those two things is mindset. I'm going to say that again because I think it's really important. There have been several times in my acting career where I have fucked up an audition, really not done a good job, did something I wasn't proud of, etc. And I could decide I failed and felt like shit about it and then wait for the next opportunity to do better. Or option B, 
I failed. I fucked up an audition. I did work that I didn't think was good, whatever it was. And I could decide there is something I can take from this for the next thing. And then that is a learning lesson. In hindsight, often in the moment, you still feel a little like shit. And then when I go on to whatever the next thing is, when that next opportunity comes to quote unquote do better, the days between those two points, I am a fuck ton better of a person. I show up better. I'm happier. And by the time I get to that second point, when I'm ready for that next go, my God, I do way better work because I didn't spend the time between those two points beating the shit out of myself. So this is my issue with this plan, the all-in plan, is that what you're setting yourself up to do is to either win and book a fuck ton of work and like, this is it, this is the ultimate, is this everything I ever wanted? Hot tip, when you get everything you've ever wanted, I have a feeling you're going to turn out, you're going to realize it looks very different and feels different than what you imagined it would feel like. So what you're left with after those two choices is you either win or you fail. So this all-in as an actor, either within a very short time period, by the way, a year or two is a very short time period. I know it doesn't feel like it, but it is. So you either end up winning, aka booking, and then I want to know what is that booking? What's going to make it feel like enough? Is it a co-star? Is it two co-stars? Is it a guest star? Is it a series regular? And when you get there, does the show have to be successful? Do people have to watch it? Does it have to be critically reviewed? Does it need to go to Sundance? What is the thing that's going to make you feel like going all in on your acting career was quote unquote successful? Also, side note, most of the people I know who've achieved what they thought was success feel very different on the other side. And they realized a lot of the part of success they liked, they already had to begin with. Hate to be that person. (laughs) I know it sounds cliche, but I'm gonna fucking say it. I know people who've won awards. I know people who have the dream life that we all want. And let me tell you something, they aren't as happy as I am when I go to bed. The other side of that coin is, if you didn't win in that short time period, you failed. So all of this time, energy, and effort you put into your acting career, even though you might have taken a game-changing class or you might have met an incredible networking contact or you got the headshots you've been needing to get for years, because it didn't equal something immediately in that short time period you set out, we're going to choose to see it as a failure? What is the end goal of going all in on your acting career? And is there a time period in which these achievements have to be done? The people who achieve success from these short bouts of work are very few. And it does not lend itself to a sustainable model of a lifelong actor. Yes, we hear stories of the person who went all in and paid for every last class and they have $5 in their bank account and then they got booked on their dream role and now they're in every show on CBS. Fuck yeah, right? That sounds amazing. I would love to have $5 in my bank account and book every role on CBS. But you know what I also don't want to have? $5 in my fucking bank account. That is so stressful. That is, that is, I would not be able to take care of my dogs. I would help with my husband. I would not be able to leave the house without being worried that like, what if I got in an accident? Like that is so stressful. And what if you get an incredible audition during that time and you have no money? Ah, just drives me bananas, these stories. Sure, they sound cool and flashy and really fun. And yes, that would be awesome if we walked to a coffee shop to spend our last $5 on the coffee we needed for this McDonald's audition. And then we booked it. And then we got $10,000 later that week. But that's not how it works. That's not how this business works. It's also not how pay works. 
what I wish actors would go all in on instead of all in on their acting career. For those of you who haven't left this podcast yet, who are still on board with what I'm saying, let me tell you what I wish we would do instead. I wish we would instead focus on developing a sustainable but flexible acting process. But what we don't like about this is it takes years of hodgepodging together what works for you and being graceful with yourself and your personal style changing and the industry shifts. And it's not glamorous and it doesn't look cool in an Instagram post and nobody talks about it on deadline. Building a sustainable but flexible acting process means you can get an eight-page audition and be able to do it the next day and be really proud of your work. It means you can get a commercial audition that involves you doing ridiculous nonsense and film it within the time period and doing a thing that might make you feel so embarrassed and silly, but having a good time doing it. It means having friends that you talk with about this business and having a place you go along with that and going all in on developing sustainable but flexible acting process. Number two, I wish actors would allow themselves to have quality systems of income from other sources that can fuel you long term. Do not turn this podcast off. You need to hear this. I know I've said it before and I will say it again. Meaning up leveling a skill set or area that you can make more money in, which, yes, could be a short term takeaway from your actor focus, but could long term give you back that time, energy, and a hell of a lot more goddamn money. Building a sustainable income stream that I am in charge of has changed my life. It has changed how I wake up in the morning. It has changed how I go to bed at night. Regardless of auditions or anything like that, having money that I know is there, that I know is coming in from systems that I took years to build, that is something I wish actors would go all in on. And it might mean taking a few months away from your acting class so you can take a class to be an SAT tutor or so you can get yoga certified or so you can learn to be a virtual assistant online. I don't know what you fancy, but my God, I guarantee you, if you're good at something, people will pay you to do it. And if you think that's crazy, I created a company where I just talk about being a broke actor. And you know what? I'm not fucking broke anymore because I took a skill set I have of talking to people and asking good questions and sharing information, and I built it into a company that is an income stream. I have SAG health insurance in part because of this podcast, because of you guys who are listening. That is something I wish I would have gone, quote unquote, all in on for a period of time a few years ago. And now, because I did not segment my life into this is only the time I can focus on this work or that work, I can now do all of my income streams long term because I built them out slowly over time so I can act at the same time. If I booked a job, Next week, knock on wood, if I did that, I could leave all of my jobs, check in every couple of days on Slack on email, take a couple of meetings in between times on set, like on weekends, and I would not lose a dollar of the income I'm currently making. That's pretty fucking cool. It took years of work to build these systems, but that's pretty fucking cool. So I invite you to add that to your list of things I wish you would consider focusing on. So we have 
developing a sustainable but flexible acting process, allowing yourself to develop quality streams of income from other sources that can help you long term. And lastly, the last thing I wish actors would spend more time, quote unquote, going all in on, was working on a deeper, long understanding of what our acting career really entails. I am still learning this, and I will continue to learn it over and over and over again. There is no such thing as one achievement that will unlock every single door. I'm going to say that one more time. There is no such thing as one achievement that will unlock every single door or remove the stress of the next booking indefinitely. Sure, there are dots that will connect and lead to other opportunities, but there is no magic, indefinite, lifetime key to the city of Hollywood or Atlanta or New York or Nashville or Louisiana or anywhere in New Mexico. I promise you. Actors win Oscars and they wake up the next day wondering, what the fuck am I going to do now? How am I ever going to top this? Is this as good as it gets? What if I don't book any more jobs or what if I don't do any work that is that good ever again? So if we know this, and we know that what a real acting career looks like is long-term, over time, not in one direction, can we release some of the pressure of the intensity of going all in on our acting careers? Just a little, just like a little. If we could just think about it instead in terms of those three factors, I think you could save yourself a lot of heartache and a lot of burnout, and make choices that help sustain you instead of making choices that are based on a short-term answer. I love actors. I think we're all so fucking cool. And I love how hardworking and how focused so many of you are. I think the lazy actor trope is trash. I could do a whole podcast about that. I actually think we're some of the hardest working people in the world. But I think sometimes we want this job to look like something it's not. So when we come to this point in July and someone tries to tell you that this is the time that you should go all in on your acting career, I would love for you to A, send them this podcast and B, challenge the inner workings of your brain and note what that actually means for you. If you can take what you think of when I say all in and instead divide it out equally among a long list of things you have going on in your life, I can almost promise you the things you learn and get out of working on your career in a sustainable way will exceptionally outweigh any validation or things you might get from pushing really hard, really fast in a short period of time. That's my two cents for your podcast today. If you guys liked this podcast, please make sure you are subscribed share it with your friends on social media, put a little link in that bio. We all have access to them now. (laughs) I would love if you guys also left a rate and review. Any help on this podcast I can get, I sincerely appreciate it. As the girl who started a business, I'm talking about being a broke actor. You guys are the best. Thank you so much for listening. And I will talk to you next week. (laughs) 